Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good evening, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide and servant on the healing journey. What's my name, Big Papa Brian Post? Happy freaking fabulous Friday, everyone. You've made it through the week. Friday is here. Friday, as some people like to call it. And um, I hope you're sliding into your evening, trying to relax and just let the uh, stress from this past week kind of drift away and drift off of you. Um, this episode, I'm going to go ahead and put this out here. This episode, I, sometimes my friend from Columbia pops on and says hello as soon as I go live. It's so funny. Hey, uh, my mi amigo, I, uh, Leonardo. I don't know if Leonardo can actually see me or hear me while I'm on here, so... I'm going to just drop that down there. Um, this episode is going to be sponsored by the 8th Great Parenting Show. The 8th Great Parenting Show, like the number 8, because there's been 8 of them. The Great Parenting Show's 20 professionals, uh, myself being amongst them, is uh, going to launch on Monday. And I will be getting you guys a link um, in our Facebook page, in our Facebook feed, just as soon as I make sure I have the right one. I'm not sure if I have the right one. Hello there, Mimi. And um, it's going to be a great educational series that you can participate in and listen to a lot of uh, really good speakers and learn some really good stuff because I feel like one of the things that we should really be doing during this time is learning, feeding our brains with really good stuff. And I, it's been kind of nice to get back into the habit of first thing in the morning, I like to not open social media. I like to just watch educational videos or read a book or listen to an audio program and uh, turn on YouTube and, and look up something I'm interested in. And sometimes I'll do that for the first hour of my day and uh, just feed my brain with uh, really interesting good stuff. So I wanted to talk to my married post-couples this evening because I had a situation come up with a, a couple um, earlier this week. I think it was Wednesday, actually, because we set, a, set some homework assignments um, to check in with them next Wednesday. Hello, Rose Baker from Eureka, California. Rose is an amazing individual. Um, but they're a younger couple, and this is not the first time this has happened. So we're getting into the, doing this virtual coaching thing, of course. And it is not my preference. I do not prefer to spend my time with the families that I serve talking to them virtually. I prefer to be in person. I just I enjoy the energy exchange, especially when I've got to be on and I've you know I'm, I'm you know my responsibility is to to serve them. So I like to do that. But I I'm still pretty perceptive even when it's virtually and even you know talking to someone on the phone. But um hello there Angela and Angela says hi hi to Rose. So we were about 10 minutes, maybe five minutes, and the mom, dad, there was teenagers popping in and out. And I just asked mom and dad, when was the last time you had sex? And dad said, I said, how often do you guys have sex? And dad said, and this isn't R-rated, but, you know, if you have small children, you, you know, it's up to you. Um, he said about once a year. And mom's like, no, not once a year. And dad was like, Yep, once a year. And and I said to mom, I said, you know, 
whether it's once every six months, whether it's once a month, it, it doesn't matter. If it's any if it's anything anywhere on that continuum, that's not good because that really speaks to the level of intimacy in the relationship, in the relationship of the mom and dad forms the foundation of the relationship of emotional security and intimacy in the home. And I can't tell you how many parents I work with where their marital relationship has collapsed. And so the marital relationship, especially the intimate relationship, has collapsed, collapsed and then what they try to do in, in, um, in rationalizing or justifying it is they, they try to create this pseudo, this pseudo parental relationship. So the intimate marital relationship collapses. They try to create this pseudo parenting parental relationship. And that's kind of how they will approach the family. Well, that's a very fragile, that's a very fragile foundation. Because that marital relationship, and it doesn't always have to be sexual. It doesn't always have to mean having sex. You can just be intimate. You can be intimate by making eye contact, by giving hugs, by giving mutual back rubs, by holding hands. There's lots of ways to be intimate. Having sex is not one of them. But let me tell you something. If you're in your 30s and you're not having sex but once a year, that's a problem. And so we try to create this pseudo-parental security and it's not, it is not sustainable to really influence the greater emotional dynamics in the home. And I, and I said, so I said to mom and dad, as I'll say to you, the first thing I want to know, is there any mistrust issues or, or are there any sexual abuse issues that are making this to where you're only having sex, you know, once a year? And uh, they both said no. And, you know, we've addressed a couple things in the family. And so I said, okay, well, that's not acceptable. We've, we've got to do better because your, your emotional intimacy builds a foundation of stability in, in all the emotional aspects of the home. And so I really, and so one of the things we started talking about is, you know, when did this happen and has it always been this way? And, and now I'm just kind of sharing with you because I want to give you some things to think about and to, uh, you know, hopefully guide you in some ways, you know. And so they talked about an early loss in their lives that they had not grieved. And so I said, you know, we've, you guys have to have these hard conversations. So if I was working with them there in person, I probably would have put dad in mom's arms or mom and dad's arms and we'd have got right into it. I mean, I, I don't. Why, why mess around if you don't have to? You know it's there. We ask our children time and time and time again to do the hard work. We're always asking our children to, to work through their trauma and their emotions and all this, all the, all the pain and the issues. And anytime, let me be real clear about something. Anytime you're asking your child to improve their behaviors, you are asking your child to work through their trauma. When you're asking your child to behave differently, you're asking your child to overcome their trauma. So I just want to reflect that, hold that mirror of reflection back up to you as the adults and as the parents and um, encourage you to have hard conversations. So without, 
without, you know, saying to mom and dad, you guys got to have sex. I just said, I want you to lay in the bed three days, this between seven days in the week from Wednesday to Wednesday. I want you to lay in the bed three evenings. You pick them and I want you to have hard conversations. I want you to talk about the sadness and the grief that you've not had. And so man, I tell you what, the, the further this year has been a really good year for me to understand these 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 trauma dynamics and these trauma relationship nuances even deeper and I'm telling let me tell you guys I'm seeing more more and more at the root of so much of this is unexpressed grief more and more unexpressed grief is creating more separation in our relationships in our homes than I think anything else. And you guys, you know, what was it last week? I told you about the mom. I think I told you about the mom and the teenage daughter and the assignment that I gave the mom. And within three days, mom was having breakthroughs with her daughter, you know, just by, just by having the hard conversations with the daughter about her early history and giving her daughter a chance to make sense. See, we don't understand our trauma reactions because we've not had anyone to help us express, process, and understand. And until you have someone help you to express, process, and understand your trauma reactions, you're not going to be able to make real conscious sense. And it's going to continue to impact you and influence you. So with this particular couple, I just said to them, look, I want you to have three, three evenings of just hard conversation. I want you guys to get vulnerable with one another. That's just like the first step. And then, um, then two evenings, two evenings, I said, I just want you to lay in bed and just relax. You know, laugh. Don't talk about anything serious. Just do something. You just re begin to reestablish the imprints of intimacy. Because if you go that long, listen, I want you to hear me on this. If you go that long without intimacy, uh, uh, without Without touch, without without affection and eye contact, with laughter together and hand holding and and all of that good stuff. If you go that long, by the time you decide to want to try to to get frisky, it's gonna feel so uncomfortable. It's gonna feel so uncomfortable, and you're gonna be so uneasy. It's probably not either not gonna happen or it's not gonna be a very good experience. And I told the mom and dad, I said, look, here's my goal for you guys. My goal is to get you from having sex once a year to at least once a week. So that's the goal we're working on. That's what I'm gonna be working them into, but I have to start slowly. And I did encourage some mutual back rubs. What I'll do, what I'll encourage next, just in case you wanna know kinda of how I operate, what I'll encourage next is that they spend some time in the bed naked. Just touching each other, not having sex, just touching each other, reestablishing intimacy. And from there, because when you go long periods of time without touch, your body starts to become immune to the, the expression of touch. So the expression of touch actually starts to become more stress inducing than stress calm than stress calming. And so you have to work yourself into that into that process, into that comfort level. So that's what I'll be doing. So 
just wanted to share. I don't spend. I don't usually talk directly to my married couples, and so I really want to press up on you, especially during this time when you have so much time together. Do start making some concerted efforts for intimacy. Get your butts out of the house in the in the morning or in the evening. Go for a walk. Hold hands and talk and don't argue, right? Just just at the at the most basic level. Start reestablishing intimacy in your relationship because it is so important to the foundation of intimacy and emotional connection in your home. And it is definitely important to helping your children work through their trauma. Because if you can't work through your discomfort, how can we expect them to be able to work through theirs? And so for my single parents, I'll talk about this. I'll talk about this again. The importance of you taking care of yourself. The importance of you doing things that are oxytocin producing. Getting massage. Getting some touch. Getting having some laughter. Spending time with 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 close friends and connections and getting that support. But primarily, this is for my married couples. So that's all, guys. Happy freaking fabulous Friday. I'm gonna relax. I've I've kind of been grinding pretty hard the last three days, and I'm actually kind of tired but the whole this whole diet shape food change thing and i never look at it as a diet i never talk about losing weight I, I i i program myself to think about it as releasing and i got some pounds i need to release but uh it's really been jacking with my energy but it's all good um in any given situation we always have two choices we can continue to react from our same blueprints of stress fear and overwhelm or we can stop we can slow down take three to ten deep breaths and choose love I hope you will choose love as often as possible. And in the moments when you can't, I hope you will return to it. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. Have a fantastic evening and have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday.